Well, hello, hello. How you doing? How you doing? This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. This is the S. Anthony Thomas, and this is episode number 296. How are you doing? How are you doing, you bastards? Well, folks, it's episode number 296. Four more after this, episode 300. And as it turns out, episode 300 will come out on the, be recorded and come out on the 31st, the last day of 2017. Oh yeah, which means new beginnings with episode 301. New be freaking beginnings. You damn right. Now, before we get started, last night I actually recorded an episode of the Poe Boys podcast with JB. And I want to thank you very much for having me on your show. It was an hour and a half conversation. Very, very pleasant kind of conversation you'd have with someone that you like and you're just hanging out with somebody that you dug and uh, we just happened to be recorded. That's what it felt like. And I really think you will enjoy it. And having listened to some episodes of the podcast, the Po' Boys podcast, I think you will dig it. So go check it out and go and subscribe. It's it's worth it, my friends. Support this brother. And um, I would recommend that you do that. Also, I would recommend you uh, building a religion around me in this podcast, but I think that might be asking too much. <laughs> F y'all. <laughs> okay. All right, my friends, let's get started on the Yes, Anthony Says podcast starring me, S. Anthony Thomas. Folks, I'm 49 years old. And for those of you that have been listening, you already know that. Those of you have been following me on social media, you also already know that. And I'll be honest with you, man, you know, a lot of times when you get to this age, people expect you to have a midlife crisis or to start doing dumb crap or buying sports cars, which I can't do because that would require me having enough money to buy a sports car, which I don't, which is why I didn't. But that's OK. I'm very, very happy with the mighty Toyota Camry. But one of the things that's really cool about being an old dude or an older dude is you just know, you just know when you you just know when you. You know that there are perks, right? At first, you didn't think there are perks. You're complaining. Oh, I'm not as young as I used to be. Oh, blah, blah, blah. But there are perks to being an older guy. There are perks. One of the perks is knowledge. One of the perks is knowledge and pre-knowledge and pre-pre-pre-knowledge. I'll explain what I'm talking about. See, older dudes know where not to go. See, we can assess a situation, look at it and realize, ha ha, that's not a good place for me to be. Ha ha, I'm not doing that crap because you don't want to go someplace that's dangerous. You don't want to go someplace where you want to get hurt. You just don't want to deal with it. Young guys don't give a crap. Hey, it looks like there was somebody on the roof across the street uh, wearing a sniper's outfit and randomly shooting people that walk into that bar. But I saw a lady with a nice ass walk in. So it's worth it because young guys love you, but you're kind of stupid. You ever gone into a sports bar and seen a bunch of old dudes in there? Right. You ever seen that? Right. Sometimes you see it. But if you notice, look at where they're sitting. Look at where the old guys are actually sitting when they're in the sports bar. They're always all together. They're always drinking beer and they're always at a table near an exit all the damn time. Why is that? Because old guys know when stupid crap is going to happen. We know we can sense it. We have a spider sense that tingles when something dumb's about to happen. We are looking across the bar. We're watching the game, but every one of us is looking at these two big guys on the opposite sides of the bar and we're watching them sizing each other up and they don't even know that they're going to fight in 15 minutes. They have no idea why, because they're both stupid. But as older people, we're looking at them and going, these two jackasses are sizing each other up. Then some point in the evening, sometime in the next 12 to 15 minutes, 
these two jackasses are going to be rolling on the floor, whipping each other's ass. And then their equally stupid friends are going to be right there with them, rolling on the floor and trying to whoop somebody's ass. And there's going to be equally stupid girlfriends of these equally stupid dudes going, get him, Charlie, as they whip each other's ass. And we don't want to be here for that crap. So we're not going to be here for that crap. So when we know that crap's going to happen, all the old dudes go check, please. And they pay the check and they walk out slowly. They don't want to draw attention to themselves. They walk out slowly. Either that or their backs are all hurting and that's why they walk out slowly. <laughs> F y'all. F you young people. But they leave. Next time you go into a sports bar and you see a bunch of old dudes there, first of all, like I said, they'll be they'll be sitting by the door or near the door. I want you to watch them. And if they all get up early in the evening and walk out en masse, there's a reason for it. Take out a stopwatch. Click it. And then watch as the time passes. And sometime within the next 12 to 15 minutes, note that there's a lot of tables and chairs flying around. There's some bullets flying. There's some people whooping each other's asses. And you're going, damn it, why didn't you old dudes tell us? Why didn't you old dudes tell us? You old dudes knew that there was going to be an ass whip-a-thon in here and you didn't tell us. You old bastards will let guess what, you bastards. I'm one of those old bastards that knows when to get the hell out of a place. And I'm now telling you, when you see a bunch of old dudes, you watch the old old dudes and see what the old dudes are doing old dudes are like the canary in the coal mine if you're not familiar with the canary in the coal mine you take a canary in the coal mine and if the canary gets sick or croaks it means the oxygen's not that good so get your punk ass out of the coal mine because the canary's dead well guess what we're even better than canaries in coal mine because the canary gets sick old dudes don't get sick old dudes go wait a minute if i go in there i might get sick i'm the hell out of here so we're even better than canaries and coal mines in fact canaries y'all ain't crap you little punk ass bastards i'm just trying to help you guys out i'm telling you old dudes know about that kind of stuff old dudes know that stuff follow and watch the old dudes if you want to know where you need to be and where you don't need to be there's perks that come in being one of the old dudes. There's perks with it. A lot of old dudes have a midlife crisis. I'm not having a midlife crisis. I don't need that crap. I'm having a midlife who gives a crap-itis. That's what I'm having, right? You know, sometimes when you're a young dude and you're a little bit overweight and you got a little bit of a belly and your shirt pops up and someone sees your belly and you get all self-conscious and embarrassed and you go home and you sit in your room and you're like, oh my God, people saw my belly. Well, I'm an older dude. If somebody sees my belly, you know what I think? Who cares? You could tell I was fat through the shirt. It ain't like you were going, oh my God, he's got a six pack. Oh God, what is that? You knew what the hell was under there in the first place. Okay, shut up, punks. We don't give a damn. There's some perks to being an older person that people just don't understand. There's perks, there's perks, there's perks, my friend. You know how cool it is to know that odds are I won't have to get into a fight with a young dude because they don't want to beat up an old guy. Do you know how great that is? I was going to a parking spot that I knew for a fact was designed specifically for me. It was my parking spot and some young, a hothead 
some young hothead dudes had parked in spots that weren't for them right and me and another guy i'm being me 49 years old with the, with the gray hair and my beard and another guy we all we both pull up and there was a spot that was supposed to be for him and there was a spot that was supposed to be for me and i pulled up to the guy and the guy jumps off his car looking all hard like he can't wait to kick somebody's ass he's got a look on his face like i dare you to say something to me sucker you say something to me i'm a whoop your punk ass you get up but you get i roll the window down guy looks at me like what eh? hey oh here what's up and i said hey uh, that's actually my spot man you mind if i slide in there sorry about that he goes oh you know what that's, that's cool over here that's cool over here yeah yeah respect 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 and he got back in his car got back into got back on the phone with the person he was originally yelling at and he just got the hell out of my parking spot no problem no problem he even waved at me and apologized as he moved someplace else but 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 he moved into somebody else's spot and that other person was a young guy and he got off the car but he was actually still in a good mood from talking to me talking to that old that polite old head he gets off his car he walks up and the young guy goes hey man that's my spot if i'm out of a park there i ain't moving nigga f you man your name ain't on this spot but your punk ass huh? why don't you get out that car huh you want me to move out this spot why don't you make me move out this spot why don't you get out this car huh what you gonna do punk what you gonna do and all of a sudden these two dumb bastards are about to whoop each other's ass over a parking spot they're about to go to jail for kicking each other's ass over a parking spot they're about to whoop each other's ass and i get out of my car i walk over to these two punk asses and i go hey guys guys it's really not worth fighting over it's just a parking spot it's really not worth it you, i mean you, you guys don't even really know each other you know this is just a, i mean you're gonna start you're gonna beat each other up and hurt each other and go to jail over a parking spot Right. Even if you don't go to jail, you're going to have lawyers fees and court fees. You're going to have to take a day off from work. You're going to have hospital bills and things of that nature. And over a parking spot. Come on now. Now, let me tell you something right now. And I said this to the hothead guy. I said, as it turns out, you were very, very polite to make sure that you got out of my parking spot. But I'll be honest with you. This young man right here, that really is his parking spot. And, and you know, and, and, and I said to the young man who was who was going to get the parking spot, I said, listen, man, I mean, you know what I mean? You know, you guys shouldn't fight. You know, you know what I mean? Just 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 chill out. You know what I mean? And that guy goes to me. He spins looking. He spins to me. Still got that mad look on his face. Walks up to me. Gets to within three inches of my face. And he goes, you know what, old head? You're right. I can't believe we're about to do this bullshit. Sorry about that, brother. They bro hug. And then he gets back into his car. And Johnny Hothead pulls out and goes someplace else. And the other guy, the other young guy whose spot it was, just slides into a spot. So thanks, old head. Thanks. You know how cool it is to have the magical powers of the old man, the magic powers of the old man, because that could have very easily have been me whose ass he wanted to whip. Right. But because I'm an old dude, he decided he didn't want to whip my old ass. And I love every second of it. There's nothing better than that. Right. But even though there are perks to being an old person, sometimes some older persons, some older people just won't give it up. I already know there are certain things that are never going to happen. I'm never going to marry some 22 year old spokesmodel. That's never going to happen. Even if I get rich, I'm not going to do that. But let's be honest. I'm not going to do that. Those days are over. I, I understand that. I'm never going to be a professional athlete. Those days are over. There are certain things that are just not going to happen because of my age. I get it and I'm okay with it. I'm not upset by it. It doesn't bother me at all. But you got to accept that stuff. Now, as it turns out, I have a full head of hair. I have all my hair. But there's some people in my age group, 
that you don't have all your hair. You just don't. And you're trying to hang on too long. You're trying to hang on to hair you don't have. Stop putting in stuff in you. Stop with the hair plugs. I know they look good now, but really, why would you spend all that kind of money? If you, if, if your hair, if this, if your scalp is saying, I'm off duty permanently, let it leave. If the, your scalp is trying to tell you something, it's trying to say, listen, I put in good service and good work for you for 38 years. I really don't want this job anymore. And you know what I'm going to do? I am now going to retire. And, uh, you know, it's time for you to destroy. I'm going to shut down the business and then I'm, I'm just going to leave. Right now, imagine if you did. Imagine if you were at a job and you put in good service for 38 years, 40 years, whatever amount of time it is. And you made a decision in good faith that you no longer want the job. You don't want the job anymore. You want to leave. Right. And then this bastard goes and gets hair plugs. Goes and gets hair plugs. He gets plugs from the back and the sides of his head and put it on the top of his head. He's taking hair from another place on the body and putting it some place it shouldn't have been in the first place. If that part of your scalp wanted to be on the top of your head, damn it, it would have been on the top of your head. But no, you have to go and disrupt it. It's nice and comfortable back there. You ever been at a job where you love your job and everything's going good? And imagine somebody just came out of nowhere, plucked you out of that job and took you someplace place and made you work someplace you didn't want to be maybe you like it on the back of the neck maybe you like it back there and all of a sudden you're on the top of the the, the, the head when you were on the back of the neck you had cool breezes all the time you always had a oxygen all the time you got his girlfriend was always kissing on you and when you're sitting in the car she's always rubbing on you because you're on the back of the neck you get kissed and rubbed and caressed and you get a lot of fresh air that's what the back of the neck hair gets but now you're on the top of the head now there's always a hat on top of you now you get most of the stupid hair products sprayed on you now you don't get kissed and caressed and rubbed and all of that crap you get pat nobody likes to get pat on their head you just get a pat on their head when your wife when his wife's being condescending or you get a pat on their head when his friends are making fun of him for saying something stupid or for betting on a team that he shouldn't have bet on you don't like this job you're looking at the back of the neck and you're looking at the hairs that got to stay back there and his beautiful wife's always kissing on you and caressing you and rubbing you and stuff Granted, every once in a while you have to deal with kid buttocks, you know, or, you know, cause he puts his kid up there, but that doesn't happen too often because, well, he's old enough where his hair's falling out. So how many times is he actually going to be able to pick up the kid and put him back there and walk around without going, Oh God, my back, you're too old for this boy. I can't carry you anymore, but I digress. I feel bad. I feel bad for the back of the neck hair and the side of the neck hair that gets put on top of the scalp. They don't want to be there. They don't like it. It's not fair. You know, just shave your head. Shave all of that crap off. Stop doing it. You're just trying to get attention. Everybody saw that you were bald last week and now you got a full head of hair. You're not fooling anybody. You're not fooling anybody just like those jackasses who go in there and buy that hair dye that's supposed to gradually put your hair from light to dark. And no one notices. Guess what? 
everybody notices. Okay. Imagine if I put, if there was some kind of drink I could drink where I gradually turned into a Chinese woman to get there. It took five years to become the Chinese woman. S. Anthony Thomas was a 49 year old black man. And now he's drinking his drink called turn into a Chinese woman. And very slowly and methodically over the course of the next two years, he becomes a Chinese woman. There's no one that's going to go, you know what, S. Anthony, you were a black guy a couple of years ago, and now you're a young, pretty Chinese woman. I didn't even notice. I didn't even notice it in all the pictures. I didn't even notice in the fact that I used to hang out with you and high five you. And now I've been banging you for the past three months because, well, now you're a Chinese woman. I didn't even notice. Yeah, they do notice. I know I'm going all over the place with this stuff, but I'm just trying to tell you there's a lot of things about being an older guy that's good and a lot of stuff about being an older guy that's bad. Next year, I'm going to be getting an AARP catalog in the mail. I'll be turning 50 and they're going to send me the AARP catalog. And I remember 20 years ago, I was just going that has got to be the most depressing thing in the world to get that catalog that says you're 50 the whole world knows you're 50 and you're lumped in with a bunch of old people who can't do anything oh my god please don't send that aar pack catalog to me i'm not old i don't want to get old i don't want to deal with that crap but i'm telling you right now my friends when i go to my mailbox sometime near the end of last year the end of uh, end of next year and it says AARP and I flip it over and it says S. Anthony Thomas, then my address. I got news for you. You ever seen that commercial where a person jumps up in the air because they're so happy they click their heels? I'm going to do that because according to the people that I knew that were older relatives of mine, they, I started noticing that they would whip out this card when I would go places with them. And the stuff that I bought cost a certain amount. But it cost a lot less when their old asses were buying it. And movies cost a lot less when their old asses were, were paying for it. And hotel rooms cost a lot less when their old asses were doing it. Wait a second. I'm a I'm a comedian. I'm going to be going on tour in, in soon. I'm going to need the hotel rooms and the buy gas and all of those things. And that means I'm going to be paying a whole lot less for that crap. Oh, yeah. You know, sometimes guys always want to go after the really, really young women, me being one of them. And by really, really young, I mean, 26 to 34. Uh, you know how guys want to do that. And that's great. But what I learned after seeing Granny Sweet Butt is you can actually find an attractive woman that's roughly my age with a delicious body. And once we realize that we go to the blood test place and I realize that she has no diseases, I already know I don't have any diseases. Unlike the rest of you young bastards, I will never have to wear a condom again. And I know the difference between what it feels like to get it on with a condom on and what it feels like to get it on with no condom on. And if you don't know, let me help you out. It feels 14 quadrillion times better to get it on with no condom on. You see, if you get it on with no condom on, even if you take the pill, there's always a slight chance that you're going to get somebody pregnant. <laughs> you dumb bastards. But if I get it on with age appropriate women, I don't really have to worry about that too much. Oh, yeah. But then again, even if I did have to buy a condom for some reason, I could just pull out an AARP catalog, AARP thing and get a lot less. Got more condoms for less money, punks. 
So for those of you out there that give people a hard time when they're 49, 50 years old, realize that we know you're giving us a hard time and we don't even take offense to it because we know the magic that's on the other side of being an older person. You avoid ass whippings from hot headed young dudes. Right. When you get pulled over by the police, the, pull, the window goes down, the police officer sees the white hair on your face and all of a sudden you don't get a ticket because he knows you're not some young punk. Right. And one of the other things I found out is, is really weird. Uh, younger women want to get it on with you, especially when you've made a decision that you're not going to really deal with anyone that young. The second you make that decision, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, all the 20 somethings and the 30 somethings want to jump on top of you. Once you've made the decision that you're not going to jump on top of them because you don't think it's right. And I made that decision. And then the, the late 20s and early 30 somethings you know, started throwing themselves at me, wanting to get it on with me. And I very, very quickly said, hey, remember that thing about me saying it's not right? I changed my mind about that. And then I went on to, uh, I'm not going to say what happened, but it rhymes with banging them. <laughs> Don't judge me. So all I'm saying, my young friends, is take it from the yes machine. I'm 49 years old, just turned 49. And I'm telling you right now, it's freaking awesome. Because most of the stuff that you are afraid that you can't do anymore, trust me, I can still do all of them. Not as often, but I can still do them. But I don't recover, recover as quickly, but I can still do them. It might require a little stretching beforehand and maybe a couple of Advil. <laughs> don't judge me, F y'all. But I can still do everything. Old people being old isn't that bad, my friends. It's not that bad at all. It's actually quite fun. In fact, I'm going to go outside right now and I'm going to see if there's any hot headed people who are about to whoop somebody's ass. And I'm just going to walk over to them and say, hey, don't do that. And they're going to go, OK, old person, we won't do that. <laughs> and then I'm going to leave and they're going to whoop the person's ass anyway. But that's not my fault or my, not my problem. I don't care about that because I'll be long gone. <laughs> anyway, folks, like I said, don't fear old age, my friends. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. It's great. Yeah. And uh, AARP, is there any way I could get that catalog a little bit early? You know, when I want to get some discounts on some stuff, you know, you know like that hearing aid thing. I mean, my, my, my ears actually, my, I'm actually in good health, but I still want that hearing aid because I want to be able to hear what people say when, when I, they, they don't think I can hear them. I want that. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know. If you got, I want, I want one of those canes too, because I, you know, that way I, like, I, if somebody's in line in front of me, I could pull out the cane and go, oh boy, and then they'll go, oh, sorry, sir, you know, you're. You're kind of, oh, you know, let this old guy in front of you. He's got a cane. Yeah, I want, I want, I want, I want to do that. I want to get to old person cane and the hearing, the hearing aid so I could hear what people are saying. I, I want that. Yeah. You know, and I, and I actually have my teeth also. And I'm very, my teeth are healthy. And uh, the dentist, oh, your teeth are in great conditions. And I, I have my teeth. But is there any way I could, I could, I could get false teeth anyway? You know, uh, you know, you know, I just want to scare my, my uh, great, uh, my grand uh, nieces and nephews with that. I'm going to, I want to act like I'm pulling my teeth out and then turn around and then go like I spit into a jar and then turn around with the teeth in the jar. They're going to go, ah, your teeth came out. And I'm going to go, ha ha, just kidding. I, I, I want to do that. I'm sorry. I know a lot of that is kind of stupid and childish, but uh, isn't it good when you're an old person and you have a childlike innocence? That's what it is. Yeah. Hmm. Old but childlike. I like it. Ha <laughs> segment over. 
All right, everybody. I already talked about the good stuff about being older, right? I talked about the perks, but let's be honest. It's not all perks and it's not all sunshine and rainbows. I'll be honest with you. Some of the stuff about getting older kind of sucks. And it's not even necessarily the things that you think about getting older that suck. It's not the kind of things you think. Everybody thinks, well, you get older, you get slower, your mind slows down, and the biggie, you biggie, biggie. Well, I got news for you. I can point to 80-year-olds who are sharper in the brain than a lot of 20-somethings. That's a fact. I can also point out some 60-year-olds that can do more push-ups and sit-ups and run further than some 20-somethings. And I know in the abstract, we're just talking about just natural changes. We know that when you get older, there are things that you can't do anymore. You can't recover from injuries quickly. You can't recover after workouts as fast. You, You can't perform the same way that you could sexually. I get it. But if you really, really think about it, Most of the stuff that you can't do anymore is the stuff you didn't want to do in the first damn place. You just didn't want to do it in the first place. Let's keep it real, right? I'm not running for buses. I'm not running up steps. When you get older, if you have a kid as an older person, you can't play with your kids all day long. What about that? I got news for you. I wouldn't want to play with my kids all day. Okay. I, I have nieces and nephews and there'll be times when I will be leave, left with them for extended periods of time. And I love my nieces and nephews, but did I want to play with them all day? Hell no. Listen, punks, you get an hour of uncle S maybe two hours of uncle S if you don't fight. But after that, I'm plunking your punk asses down in front of this big television. I'm finding a cartoon channel. I'm going to put some food on the table and I'm going to leave the room. Okay, if I hear any fighting, you're in trouble. If anything gets broken, you're in trouble. If you leave this room and you don't have to go to the bathroom and you're just coming to say hi to me, just note that you said hi when my sister left you at that house, a.k.a. your mama, and I already know you're here, and I already greeted you little punk asses, so there's really no reason to do that. You know where the bathroom is, and you're all old enough to use the bathroom, so go use the bathroom. And don't say, where's the soap, where's the toilet paper? All of that crap's right there on top of the toilet, so there's really no reason to bother Uncle S as he watches some stuff that you're too young to watch. Okay, now get your punk asses in that punk ass room and watch those punk ass cartoons punks they always talk about how parents oh i want to play with my kids all day no you don't even kids don't want to play with other kids all day come on man right remember when you take your kid to the to the to the to the daycare and they were crying at first because they didn't want mommy or daddy to leave and then a couple of weeks later you know they were a little upset when he oh i really wouldn't want to finish this game mom dad and then six months later they were happy to see you you know why they were happy to see you they weren't happy to see you because they love you so much they were happy to see you because even though they're kids they realize that the other kids are huge pains in the asses and they wanted to get the hell out of there so don't give me that whole, oh, if you're an older person, you you can't play with your kids and throw the football with your son and all of that crap. Let's be honest. This is the 2010s and then, and forward. How many times have you, you driven anywhere and seen a father and a son outside throwing a football back and forth? Hell no. Their punk asses are sitting on a couch playing Madden or pretending to shoot somebody on a video game. And their father's probably in another room, you know, 
playing another video game. And every once in a while, they'll play the video game together. And if they're anything like me, their kids, and they're, in my cases, nieces and nephews, are 55,000 times better at that crap because that's all their little punk asses do. And you have a damn job. So it's not fun to get crushed by your little punk ass relatives. Okay? So cut the crap with spending time with your kids and you can't do that because you're older. Shut up, punks. That ain't flying with me, buddy. But that's not the only thing that kind of sucks about getting older. It's just that you start to old guy out. And I'm starting to notice that, that I'm starting to old guy out on things that I shouldn't old guy out on. I don't like the fact that I'm old guy out and on stuff. I don't like it. I remember being in my 20s listening to gangster rap in my teens and listening to gangster rap and rap music and, and early hip hop. I remember that. And I remember laughing at my uncles and your older relatives who I don't even know what they're saying. And you're going, ha, ha, ha. Old people are stupid. <laughs> they don't even know what this is. They don't even know what these words mean. <laughs> we can talk right in front of them and their dumb old asses don't even know what we're saying. <laughs> well, guess what? Now I'm that dumb old bastard. In the car, your nephew's driving you someplace and you're looking at him and you're going, why are you driving so fast, dude? We're already early. Slow down. Put your seatbelt on. I don't want to see the crack of your ass. Pull your pants up. And these are all things that actually came out of my mouth. My mouth. I said old guy stuff like that to somebody else. And damn it, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed that I said that crap. I old guy out recently on NFL football and I couldn't believe that I actually old guyed out on football. See, when somebody old guyed out on me, when I was younger, people would celebrate spontaneously, celebrate a touchdown. They'd spike the ball. They'd dance a little bit as they ran to the sidelines. And all the people that were 25 years older than me would say stuff like, oh, man, this is ridiculous, man. In my day, when you played football, you scored a touchdown, okay? Maybe You didn't even spike the ball. You just took the ball. You handed it to the referee, and you went on the sidelines. Maybe you shook a couple of people's hands, okay? But you act like you'd been there before. Before, and you didn't have to do all of this jumping around and acting stupid and acting crazy and all drawing attention to yourself. You, this is ridiculous. And I'd look at the old people and going, you don't even know what's going on, you old bastard. You don't even know what's going on, okay? He's happy because he scored a touchdown. I mean, that's his job. And every time he scores a touchdown, it helps his team. What's he supposed to do? Not be happy about that? You old people just don't understand. And that was young me saying that crap. But then I sat there and I watched the touchdown celebrations that they have now. And because they allow them to celebrate the touchdowns because they went too far taking the touchdown celebrations away. Now these jackasses are turning into it looks like they're doing an improv, like a, a really bad improv class in the end zone all the time. And everybody, you know, OK, well, you're going to be Christopher Columbus and you're going to be uh, the Nina, the Pente, and the Santa Maria. And you're going to be the Native Americans and you're going to be. And I'm sitting there going, what is with these jackasses? You scored a touchdown. Just score the touchdown, spike the ball, maybe do a little dance, then get your punk ass off to the sideline so they can kick the extra point. Why are you doing it? In my day, all the celebrations of touchdowns were spontaneous. In my day, and I realized I started a sentence with in my day, and I was embarrassed. I would have been less embarrassed if I looked into the mirror and saw myself in, in my, my draws on backwards and covered in whipped cream and stuff and didn't know what room I was in. That would have been less embarrassing than what it sounded like when I said in my day and meant it. That was embarrassing. 
I old guyed out and I don't like it. I don't like it at all, damn it. But what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Okay, there's nothing I can do about it. And that's one of the bad things about being an old guy or an older guy. You know, stuff starts to change and you don't like it. Right? I, I, I haven't bought a CD in years. And I was explaining to some young relatives about the, about the cassettes and CDs. And, and this was one of the things that was really annoying. I literally got laughed. Uh, I was in the basement, uh, helping somebody move something. And I was telling them about CDs and cassettes and all of that. And my young relatives and my young friends laughed me up the steps of the basement, laughed me down the steps, laughed me into the car. And I actually started the car and sped off because of the humiliation. Those bastards. The CD, ha ha, you dumb bastard, ha ha, cassette, ha 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 ha. Old guys. And that's not even the worst of it. That's not even the worst of the old guy moments that I have, and I'm so ashamed by this. I did an episode earlier called, uh, I forgot what it was. I think, oh yeah, it was like the, uh, it was called Underbreath S when I was, when I had my, uh, cause I have a dash cam on my car. And sometimes I would every once in a while, and if I drive someplace that looks really, really nice, I'll go to the dash cam and see if I still have the footage because the footage actually records over itself. It loops. So like every two hours or so, you know, it starts, it just starts from scratch from the beginning and just starts to record over itself. So every once in a while, I'll just put, put the dash cam and I'll take a look at the footage. And sometimes I'll see like a really nice area that I drove through or something really cool like that. And I go, you know, that was a really nice area. That was a really nice, nice view. I'm glad I caught this on the dash cam and I'll pull it off because it's a nice view, you know, and every once in a while I have I, I, what I recently caught on my dash cam was a, a guy that cut in front of a bunch of cars and then the police car was in a line of cars. And the police car pulled out and pulled over and gave the guy a ticket and it was great. And everybody that drove by honked their horns and laughed at the jerk off because of what happened to him and we were enjoying it. But what I started, but but back to the underbreath s thing, I started noticing that I I was cursing and saying really bad things about other drivers under my breath. I didn't curse out loud. I wasn't loud or obnoxious, but it was really scary. The stuff that came out of my mouth under my breath when I was talking about the other drivers it was I did a, a segment on, on an earlier episode like that, and I started wondering. I wonder if I caught anything else that I said uh, under my breath or that I wasn't paying attention to that would be really embarrassing to me if I, you know, if I said it and I said, you know what, I'm I'm not going to go on. I'm not going to look at the dash cam just for that. You know, if I if I stumble across something embarrassing or stupid that I said, that's fine, but I'm not going to go looking for it. That's just dumb. Hmm. And I shouldn't have kept that in the forefront of my mind because of what happened Maybe the next day after I had that revelation about that or remembered that. I old guyed out and it was it was a bad one. It was a bad, 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 bad one. And I'll be honest with you, there's a part of me right now that even though I try to be as honest as I can on this podcast. Now, obviously, sometimes I'll take a story that actually happened and I'll turn it into like a little uh, little improv sketch on the show or I'll write something out and make it sound like I just came up with it. Or I'll take something and I'll embellish it for comedic purposes or I'll put together something that I think is funny and pretend like it's a real story. But, you know, when I, you know, when I'm making stuff up just to be funny and when I'm telling you something that really happens, you can tell the difference probably because of the way I'm saying it. If I'm talking like I'm talking right now, this is how I actually sound. But if I go into a voice like this, and a voice like that, you know, at that point, I'm, I'm moving into the comedic element. So you, you figure that out, I guess, over the course of the four years. So let's go back to the dash cam. So like I said, I, I, this 
when you got the dash cam, it, it's kind of like having it was like being a part of a reality show. Because when you see when you when you see a reality show, a lot of these time, a lot of times at first, the people are, are playing to the camera. Hey, I'm trying to do something that's going to make me look a lot better than I actually am. So when this show's over, I can get some endorsements or I can get a, my singing career. or I could become a host or something or I can get my own reality program or whatever. And they do that. But there are times when you realize that cameras around you so often you all you just you literally forget that the camera is there and the real you begins to come out in front of the camera. And you've already signed the contract, letting them know that they have they own the footage. And they can do what they want with it. And if you do something stupid or embarrassing on the film, hey, that's your problem. Hey, too bad. Hey, you signed a release form. Hey, there's nothing you can do about it. Well, if you have a dash cam in your car, as I found out that I was saying really, really mean things about the other drivers under my breath, I realized that that. Oh, Jesus Christ. This, <laughs> uh, this might be. All right. Fuck it. I already started. I'll, 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 I'll say it on the podcast. What the hell? I old guide out. And you would think that when you see when you're driving down the street and you see really attractive women, you would think that under your breath, you'll say you'll say some like some over overtly sexist stuff or some, you know, some really leering like look at that right there. I like to get up in that and bust that chick's ass or get us a suck on those and slurp on that. I like to put my stuff in her stuff and put my stuff on them. I like to do that. You would figure that that was what's coming out of your mouth. And after I took the film off that I told you about a little just just a moment ago about the the dude that cut in front of traffic and the police car uh, whipped out and gave him a ticket and everybody was laughing. And I saved that video for my own amusement (sighs) to find that part of the video. I had to watch the whole dash cam video um, and I did run across some clips of myself. And it reminded me of something that happened where I really old guyed out and I was alone and nobody was there to hear it. And it really it just sounded so bad and so old guy like that. I was humiliated and nobody knew about it. And now I'm telling people in several countries right now about it. And I should probably edit this part out. (laughs) Okay, first thing that happened was a very, very attractive young lady. And she's walking across the street and I looked at her and she was not age inappropriate. She was in her mid thirties. She's somebody I would feel comfortable dating. But, you know, she was obviously she was with her husband or something like that. And I just looked at her. I didn't leer at her. but I just took a quick peek because she was in front of the car. And my first thought was, that's a that's a lovely young lady. What a what a lucky guy. If she's as sweet as a person as she looks. Uh, he, he's he's really having a great life. That's fine. OK, that's that, that's me old guying out, but that's not embarrassing old guying out. Right. No, 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 no. That's not the embarrassing version of old guying out. That's not it. And a little bit later on in the video, I don't even know if it was the same day, but on the same video, I see a lady crossing the street. And she's a beautiful sister. She's in her late 20s. And. You ever see somebody that is almost like sculpted from your dream of what someone who was perfect physically for you that you find physically attractive, just like sculpted from your fantasies? Like if someone went into your brain and said, uh, listen, I'm a special uh, creature with incredible powers. 
uh, you're a single human being. And this is man or woman. You're a single human being. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go into your subconscious and I'm going to find everything you find physically attractive about human beings, which normally aren't all on the same person. And I'm going to take each specific attribute and I'm going to sculpt someone who is attractive from head to toe. That is the most attractive human being you could possibly find sculpted from your dreams. I'm going to put that person right in front of you. Well, this lady was that everything that, you know, you know, you know, everybody likes body parts on the opposite. But, you know, some guys like I like women whose breasts look like this and whose butt look like this and whose legs look like this and whose lips look like this and whose eyes look like this. And ladies are the same way. You like a guy whose six pack looks like this and his double pack looks like that. And his legs like that. and His biceps look like that. Triceps like that. His chest is like that. He has the hair like this and the eyes like that. Everybody has that. And I'm no different than anybody else. I have that as well. And in this particular occasion, a woman in her probably late 20s is walking down the street and she walks in front of me and she looks like she is sculpted from my ultimate fantasies about what a woman would look like if I could sculpt her from my dreams. And that's what this woman was in every way, physically. I don't know what she's like as a human being. I didn't get a chance to talk to her, unfortunately, but she walked past the car. And I guess she f saw me looking at her and I wasn't leering at her. She was in front of me. I made it a point. I said, I'm not going to move my head at all. I'm not going to move my head at all. I'm just going to let her walk past my gaze because I am not going to perv out because this, I mean, I'm not going to sit there and be like, hey, look at me. I'm not going to be that guy. Not doing it. And she walks past and I, uh, she nods it and smiles at me and I nod and smile back at her. And then she walks past my gaze and I, I said, I'm not turning my head. I'm not turning my head. And I, but I, of course, immediately turned my head and she's walking away. She doesn't look back. She's just continuing on her day. She's just trying to get out of the street. And I'm looking at her ass. And like I said, sculpted from what I think would be perfect, but the dream buttocks that I could have. And then I uttered something and the dash cam caught it. And I, I'll be honest with you. Like I said, it was really, really embarrassing. Because I said it out loud and I was ashamed that I said it out loud. This is what I said. My, what a lovely bottom. I literally said the words, my, what a lovely bottom. I'd never uttered that phrase before in my life. I'd never actually referred to a woman in real life. Uh, her butt is a bottom. You, know, you can ask any of my old girlfriends that are people, women that I've gotten it on with, you know, if, if they were walking past me and we were in, we were in a sexual relationship and they caught me looking at them and they, you know, women did, what are you looking at? And I would go, I'm looking at that sweet ass. That's what I'm looking at. And I would say ass, right? You know, like if your woman is making some, some woman's making some pancakes for you, you walk behind her, you, you know, she's wearing a robe, you walk up and you put your hands on her and she's going, you want some pancakes? I'm going to say, and, and what do I say? I go, pancakes, them pancakes going to have to wait. I don't know what I want. I'm, I want some of this ass I'm squeezing on. Ass, 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 ass. I always refer to it as an ass. Every single time, ass. I've told girlfriends, go, you're walking to the bed where I'm going to watch that ass. I never said bottom ever. Okay. But she walked by and I go, my, what a lovely bottom. I, said, I probably even said it in a slight English accent. I don't know what the hell was going on. And I said that crap. 
And I went back and I watched the video and I heard the my with a lovely bottom. And I'm going, was 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 that was I driving around in 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 England or something? What the hell is that? What is that crap? And I listened to it again and I realized it was me saying it. I was embarrassed. Now, if I'd have said, damn, she got a sweet ass. If I'd have said that, I'm like, yeah, that sounds like S. That's how S talks. Sweet ass. That woman has a delicious ass. Look at that delicious ass. I might even, like on the podcast, I say delicious buttocks. I say it that way because it's funny. Y'all love when I say buttocks instead of ass. You even write me, I know when you know, I, I, I don't want to say this anything, but when, when you say buttocks and delicious buttocks on the podcast, that shit's hilarious. You guys write me that. And I say delicious buttocks like that because it's funny. I don't say that in real life. Ask any of my old girlfriends if I ever walked up and said, hey, honey, we are having a wonderful evening. When we go home, would you mind if I have a sample of your delicious buttocks? I never said that crap. Know what I say? Hey, girl, when we get home, good as you look, I'm going to get all up on that sweet ass. You're damn right, because I'm a man. But this time I said, my, what a lovely bottom. What the hell is that? I wanted to erase that tape, but I was embarrassed that I said it that way. And I realized I was old guy and out. It was a part of me that didn't want to say anything disrespectful to this woman. So I didn't say delicious ass. So I wanted some of that. I said, my, what a lovely bottom. And it been embarrassing. And I'm so glad that nobody was in the car. Man, if I had said that out loud with any of my boys in the car, man, the first thing that would have happened was I wouldn't even have been able to hear the radio for the next few minutes because I would have been have to listen to them laugh at me hysterically as they also simultaneously slapped me in the back of the head while I was driving. There's a good chance they would have tricked me into pulling over somewhere like they wanted to get something from the store. And then they would go, OK, we got him out of the car, get him. And then they would have jumped out of the car, smacked me around a little bit, thrown me in the trunk, driven me to some place where nobody could see. And they would have take turns slapping the crap out of me and calling me a punk. And I'm so glad that I that maybe maybe I should not have put the, the, the segment admitting to this on my podcast because the podcast is kind of getting a little popular and now. Uh, all the people that I was referring to that would probably slap the crap out of me are listening to this right now and they're probably practicing their slap moves right now. There's probably a bunch of dudes going, yo, ass, we heard your pod last week, man. I mean, yeah, guys, did you like, oh, we always love your pod, man. But there's something else we're going to love, too. I want you to listen to this very closely. You hear that sound? That's the sound of slapping because we now know that you said, my, what a lovely bottom. And we going to slap the shit out of you for being a punk. Hmm. But then again, my friends are roughly the same age as I am. And if I was if I'm able to avoid them for a couple of weeks, their old asses will forget what happened. <laughs> but then again, I, I recorded it. So even if they forget, they will hear this and then remember. <clears throat> Damn it. Well, folks, um, this is actually the second segment of the S. Anthony Says podcast. Normally, I would just I would just end the podcast, the segment here, and then the next segment will, will be the the exit segment where I tell I talk about the you know say goodbye to everybody and all of that kind of crap. But uh, there's a re- there's a really good chance that by, by between this episode number two ninety six and episode two ninety seven that this I'm probably going to get the shit slapped out of me by about four or five of my friends for being a punk. So. Um, uh, this is my first, this is, this is the first ep, this is the first pre, uh, shit getting this slapped out of me episode. Uh, I'm, you know, I, I think I'm just gonna let this episode go forever because as soon as I finish it, it's gonna, the, the, the countdown to me getting the shit slapped out of me by my friends for being a punk will begin.
You know, actually, I'm just going to end the segment right there, but I'm just going to let this keep going because uh, the longer the segment goes, the longer I'll be able to avoid getting the shit that slapped. Uh, never mind. I'm going to end this segment right now and then finish the podcast and upload it. And about 40, uses 40 something minutes in, 46 minutes, 20 seconds in. I'm going to get a phone call. And they're going to be like, hey, man, we heard the thing. We get, you hear that sound? You slapped the shit out of yourself. I just want to say right now that you guys that are hearing this now and already planning on slapping the shit out of me for being a punk. I want to let you know that you guys are good people and good friends. And, um, you know, is, is, is there any way I could avoid uh, the, the shit getting slapped out of me? Because <clears throat> I, I don't I don't I don't want that to happen. All right. I'll be at your house uh, tomorrow morning. Just get the shit, just get it over with with all the shit slapping. Damn it. That's, that's what's wrong with being an old guy. You talk too much and give your friends ammunition. Damn it. I'm an idiot. An old idiot. Segment over. Well, folks, it's been episode number 296 of the S. Anthony Says podcast. And I want to thank you very, very much for stopping back and listening to this crap. It means a lot to me that you listen to this crap. And I love you very, very much. Bastard Army for listening to this crap. I want to say another shout out and thank you to the Po Boys podcast. JB, thanks for having me on. And to everybody else, man. You know, show's over. And I love you for coming back. Do me a favor. If you love this show, rate and review this crap on iTunes or wherever else you listen to this crap. Okay, if you want to send an email to me, questions, comments, declarations of love, do it to talk to us, Anthony at gmail.com. Talk to us, Anthony at gmail.com. Follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter in two places for me specifically. It's at S. Anthony Thomas for the show is at S. Anthony says I'm on um, Instagram at at S. Anthony Thomas. Okay. And on Facebook, do me a favor on Facebook. I have a a page on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, just go to the search box at the top and type in S. Anthony says, and you will see a blue check mark to it next to it. You will know that it's definitely me, 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 me. It's a verified page. Much love to every last one of you bastards. Um, And if you want to know what this show is, it's everywhere. All you got to do basically is Google my name or Google uh, B.S. Anthony says podcast. But, you know, I'm on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify. I'm everywhere, baby. And thank you for coming everywhere with me. I really appreciate it. Folks, I'm going to say goodbye the way I always say goodbye. And I want you to say it with me, my friends. Are you ready? Are you ready? On the count of three, let's do it. One, two, three. S. Anthony. Out.